Right, and we're back after a four-month hiatus on the Brisbane Football Review post-game show in the NPL. We're back at Peninsula Power, the one that went over the Brisbane Royal Youth. Adam, how great is it to be back at the local football? Ah, oh, it's fantastic to be back. Um, like I said, it's been a long wait. And look, uh, we've had a bit of A-League lately, but it's actually good to be here on the ground, you know, following local football. Absolutely. Now, this is going to be a post-game show with a difference. Regular listeners will know that we normally interview coaches or players after the game. Due to the current restrictions on social distancing, we are not doing that for the rest of the season, Adam. So we'll talk about the game. So Peninsula did win by one goal. It's not Brenton Fox in the first half, 23rd minute. And look, it was a, it was almost against the run of play, that goal, wasn't it? Because that, just in a few minutes before that, they had a few of turnovers, Peninsula Power, and we're on top at that moment. Yeah, look, it's um, sort of in, in, in sort of in hole. I think it was a case of um, the one opportunity that came was um, the Brenton Fox goal. And look, uh, there could probably be arguments that uh, it, whether it even was a goal or not, uh, the referee ended up giving it. It was one of those ones that hit the crossbar and bounced down. Obviously, we, from our position, we couldn't really tell and the uh, stream was sort of, you know, was sort of, you know, inconclusive. So you've got to go with the referee's decision. I think that was the only, um, only uh, score of the game. Yeah, it was, look, it was the, the referee and the assistant boys all adamant that it was a goal, so you've got to go with that. But after the goal, Peninsula Power did look better, didn't they? They did. And, um, look, I think, they, I think uh, as the form line will sort of show now that that loss on Tuesday night to East, uh, East look like they're going to be right in the hunt. So, but this, like I said, with that said, you know, Brisbane Royal Youth were also very good. Um, like I said, it, it, it's these sort of games that, you know, after they drop, they can see the first goal they in the past they've sort of dropped their head but I think Chris Grossman's really got this side sort of playing for the full 90 minutes and look they had their chances it just um it just didn't pan out today no you're right it wasn't their day but you're right they were really good to the Brisbane Warriors for a side who were missing a lot of players who normally play in this side a lot of obviously all the full-time scholarship players they're down in Sydney in the A-League hubs they're not available for the NPL probably not for the end of the season but the players who did step up today were really good, weren't they? Yeah, look, and um, Nathan Foster and goals for for the Raw probably sort of stood out. And he made a number of uh, key saves in that game. He denied Andy Pangeli early, and look, he, he was he was very very good. And I think obviously with Macklin Freak down in the um, in the bubble down in Sydney, um, he's going to have some opportunities. Especially um, also as well, they've got a very very good keeper in Jackson Riley sort of on the bench as well. That that could he could obviously get his opportunities if um, Foster doesn't step up. So look, it's up to him at the moment. And look, so far so good. So what do you make of anything? It's obviously his first game today back in NPL Queensland after his stint overseas. How do you think he went? Look, I think he had his chances. Um, obviously, it's going to take a bit of time uh, for him to sort of, you know, really score goals. But also as well, it's the quality opposition as well. Um, look, I think the raw defence uh, really did a good job on him. Obviously, they've. I think the one thing with Andy Pangeli is that he's a known, he's a known name. You know, he can score goals. So I think um, a lot of defences are going to hone in on him. So, look, I don't know if he, he can, you know, even in a uh, full season, you know, you know next season, if, he, if he's still in the NPL, that he'll score, you know, goals for fun. I, th- I think, you know, now, I think a lot of teams have worked now. But it also provides opportunities for a lot of his teammates. Absolutely. You saw that during the game. One of his good chances he had, he did tee up Brenton Fox for a good chance there. So he had his opportunity to score the goals. I'm sure that will come for him in the future weeks. But any other takeaways from this game, Adam? Oh, look, I just think it was just a very even contest between two good sides. Um, potential power move up to fifth on the ladder now. Um, with so there's a couple of games still in progress, but but yeah, look, um, they've got they've got game in hand, so they're they're going to be where we expect them to be up the top. And I think the performance, I think um, the takeaway from that loss on Tuesday night is that East are a very very good side, but also as well, I think uh, Power, I think they were a lot better today than they they were on Tuesday. So that's a work in progress, but look, they're going to be in it. They've, they've got the players to do it. You've been working on your segues in the last four months because that was absolutely perfect. So we'll talk about some of the other results from the weekend now. Yeah, so yesterday, Brisbane City won all at home against Queensland Lions. Gold Coast Knights, two all against Eastern Suburbs. Redlands lost at home by three goals to the Brisbane Strikers. And in the games you mentioned happening today, after, at half-time, Gold Coast United won, Moreton Bay won, and Sunshine Coast Wanderers won, Olympic won. So 
a lot of even games this weekend. Yeah, look, um, I can't recall last time that um, both Gold Coast Knights and Lions didn't win on the same weekend, but that sort of shows, shows as well that, you know, this, this competition, um, while there's probably still four... But I guess call them big teams. Look, the likes of East and uh, Brisbane City, if they show what they did last night, if they can continue through the season, they're going to be a chance um, to really sort of be in that reckoning. Uh, Gold Coast United in, in in progress at the moment. Olympic playing as well. So, look, this this um, this competition where last year it was a clear top four. This season, I reckon, you know, six, seven, maybe even eight clubs. I think even Brisbane Roar, I think, will win more more than they lose. So I think this is going to be a very, very good competition, especially the run into the finals. But still, believe it or not, we're still, even though we're in August, it's still a long way to go. Absolutely, you're right. I've had five, six games last year. You could almost tell yep, who the clear top four teams were. But this year, it's there's almost a shadow four behind them with East, Morton Bay, Brisbane City, Gold Coast United, Brisbane Royal Youth that you mentioned. There's a whole bunch of teams there that if they do put results together and you've seen this weekend in previous because they're doing that, they could absolutely crack into that top four this year. Yeah, and and I think it's a good thing that, you know, obviously that these a lot of these top teams that, you know, were in probably last year or the year before that they could probably put in, you know, a sub a subordinary performance and still get away the points. I just don't think that you can do that this year in this NPL Queensland side. Not with the quality of players coming through. A lot of the quality players have been signed from NPL Victoria and so come through. So, look, I think um, last couple of weeks, you know, this is the first full round after last week was sort of disrupted by rain. Um, look, you can really tell you now that this competition is going to be white hot and you're going to have to take your opportunities. Rain in the first pick of the NPL Queens, and that's never going to happen. That'll, that'll never happen. We'll talk more about the individual games on in our regular show on Wednesday, but we'll go through the table quickly now. Lions are still on top, 15 points. They're level with Gold Coast Knights with their top on goal dual difference. Olympic are now into third place with their point today, assuming they get it. That's as things currently stand. Brisbane Royal Youth dropped down to fourth, Peninsula up to fifth, Morton Bay in sixth, Gold Coast seventh, East eight, Brisbane City ninth, Redlands tenth, Capalabar in eleventh. They've got the weekend off. Brisbane Strikers, despite their win yesterday, are still in 12th. And Morton, and Sunshine Coast Wanderers, they're still at the bottom of the table. We're seeing positive signs from Sunshine Coast at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and it's, again, um, Sunshine Coast at the moment, it's level, level up there um, against Olympics. So you never know what could happen there. But, uh, look, even, like I said, even Sunshine Coast, like, like they, they're capable. They've got the players to be able to, you know, get a result. And I think, yeah, you have an off week in this league. Um, yeah, look, you're going you're gonna to go go away with no points. I think that's the way this is sort of setting up. Absolutely. It's a much more even competition this year. Now, let's, we'll get out of here. Adam, it's great to have a bit of normalcy back here on the Bruce and Football Bureau post-game show. We hope to bring you more of these in future weeks. Yep. Thank you. Good night.